What is up, Steel Studies? Happy Monday, everybody. March 7th, 2022, and welcome to episode number 249 of The Study Session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of The Steel Study for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. We can make that happen one of three ways. You can drop me a line directly on the site with a comment. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com, and you can also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you, get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday Mailbag, in which you drive the content. Your questions, comments, feedback are the show. Would love to have you a part of that. So let's make that happen. And also, please be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We've been trying to follow a weekly recording schedule. The last two weeks, Matt Cecil has been on with me. We talk offensive and defensive free agents. This week, we have a very special guest toward the end of the week. You're going to want to check it out. Show is linked in the show notes, but Jim is a GOAT, having covered the team since 1995. You don't want to miss it. He's super insightful, and it's a lot of fun. So, studying, it is Monday. Teams are going to start applying franchise tags to players. On Monday, we've heard that the Bengals have tagged free safety Jesse Bates. The Browns put the tag on David Njoku. So that's rolling. Next week, free agency begins. But really, the big news from over the weekend, we don't know if it's truthful or not. And I wrote about it. And it was also the topic of conversation on the Still Study podcast. And that is that Aaron Rodgers is rumored to be one of three teams who is interested in trading for Aaron Rodgers with the Green Bay Packers. Again, we don't have anything solid to point to as a source of evidence that this is accurate, that this is truthful, that this is real. This is just a report. It was from, I believe, Pro Football Talk. Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk. And the speculation and rumbles keep coming through. It looks like Denver is the favorite spot for Rodgers to land. And I'm not going to rehash what I went into over the weekend. But essentially, it boils down to this. The cost for a player like Aaron Rodgers is just going to be too steep. You're probably going to have to give up in the range of two to three first-round draft picks. And with all the needs on this team, it just doesn't seem like the sensical, sensible thing to do. But if anything, I would expect this story to gather steam and momentum and get talked about a lot more in between now and the end of the month. If a team is going to deal for Rodgers, 
I would think it would happen sooner rather than later. There are NFL draft implications for the team that does make a move for him. And as I said on Saturday, do I see this happening for the Steelers? No. But it's been talked about enough. There may be some shreds of truth here. Maybe there have been some conversations that have been had. But we will have to watch how that plays out. Later this week, I'm going to have my new mock draft up version 2.0 following the combine. Combine was great. I didn't get to watch as much as I wanted to. But what I did get to watch, it's just great to see these kids. They've worked so hard. They've competed so hard to have this opportunity to be on this stage. And sure, they're just doing testing and they're showcasing some of their abilities and drills and things, but just the athleticism of some of these guys, the number of players that ran under 4440s is just phenomenal. And it was across the board. It wasn't just your wide receivers. You had defensive linemen that were just out of this world with their times. And it speaks to the athleticism and the explosiveness of this group, and there are going to be good players that the Steelers can target. So that's definitely exciting, and that will be reflected in my updated mock draft that will be available this weekend. And that will also be covered on the Steel Study Podcast, episode number 38. It was also reported that Brian Flores, the new addition to the Steelers coaching staff, he's a senior defensive assistant. He is going to coach the outside linebackers. Interestingly enough, everybody's excited about what Flores can offer to this team in terms of his expertise on the defensive side of the football. Flores combined with Austin and Mike Tomlin It's definitely going to be a well-coached unit. I'm sure we're going to see some wrinkles in the defense that we haven't seen before because of these fresh perspectives. But just the thought of Flores coaching the outside linebackers, I'm sure T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith are excited about that prospect, knowing how good of a coach Flores is. So this potentially can be something very positive for the outside linebacking unit this coming season. And then one more note here. There was a report that Mitchell Trubisky, he's been a name rumored to the Steelers, is potentially a backup quarterback. A report that he's going to command $10 million or more per year for his contract for whatever team he signs with. (laughs) Again, I haven't exactly been an advocate for Trubisky. I wouldn't be a fan of that signing. And if it's going to cost $10 million or more, 
to land him, for me, that's a hard no. Good luck, good personality, character, all that, whatever. Good luck pursuing your next contract elsewhere. I'll have no part. And then, just want to wrap up with this. Again, this is the year of the quarterback. If you look at the still study, it's the one position that I keep talking about over and over and over and over. And rightly so, because Ben Roethlisberger is no longer a member of the team. The Steelers are in need of a franchise quarterback. There's so much uncertainty surrounding the position. And there are quality players who will be available in this year's draft. If we look at that quarterback spot following the NFL Combine, what changes, if any, have occurred in terms of ranking of prospects and how talent evaluators see the top five shaking out? And here's how I would break it down post-Combine. The player... A quarterback who helped himself the most, that's going to be Malik Willis out of Liberty. He showcased his cannon arm, and while he didn't run, the arm talent was on full display. His tape shows that he can be an effective runner, that he has mobility. He was reported to be outstanding in his combine interviews. He is now more than likely your number one rated prospect at the quarterback position because of the upside and potential that he has. Number two, and this would would have been the number one prospect pre-combine, it's going to be Kenny Pickett. As ridiculous as I think it is, Kenny's eight and a half inch hands, that hand size is going to push him down on some team's draft boards. I still think he goes in between that 10 to 15 range. But he had a nice showing in his drills, ran a nice 40 time. He's an athletic dude. He's going to be your number two ranked player. From there, you're looking at Sam Howell as your third ranked QB, then Desmond Ritter, then Matt Corral. That's how I would rate these guys as we stand here today on March 7th and again things could change but again Willis, Pickett Howell, Ritter Corral those are my top 5 heading into this year's draft now we still have the pro days to go yet that may change some things and I guess the conversation we need to start having too is if the Steelers do like Ritter because early on I was saying that I could see five of these quarterbacks sneaking into the first round I'm not so sure about that now again things change as more information comes in if Ritter or Howell or Corral are available in the early parts of the second round and you're the Steelers do you trade up to snag one of those guys if you like them think that's a conversation that we at least need to talk through not saying it's going to happen but to be prepared for all those scenarios in the event that they would play out because maybe that could be a possibility 
And studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 249 of the study session. Grateful and appreciative. That's me, Jeremy Ritz, your host. I'm so glad you joined me here today on this Monday. I hope you have a phenomenal week with your family and friends. I hope life is good to you. I hope you are good to life. Get out there and do something positive for someone. Enjoy being alive. And just recognize this is a great time to be a Steelers fan. So much newness going on. We're learning about all these new players that potentially could join the team. The draft is coming up. Eventually, the schedule will be released. Then it'll be training camp. And then the kickoff. Man. Life is good. Anyway, I will see you back here on the Still Study for another edition of the study session. But until then, have a wonderful day. And remember, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace.